A little more than a year ago, a man named Joe Alozzi emailed the Washington Post and said that he had hundreds of letters, maybe more than a thousand, all written by one family during World War II. He compared them to the Band of Brothers, the TV miniseries. So last fall, I went out to Arizona to take a look. Uh, I spent the better part of a day looking at these letters in a pizza shop where several members of the family work. Uh, And I was there so long that I ended up eating two meals that day at the pizza shop. The family's amazingly candid in their letters. I couldn't put them down. I'm Dan Lamoff. I'm a military reporter with The Washington Post. I've covered the military for about 10 years, including war up close in Afghanistan. I was pretty taken with these letters right away. The brotherly love, the accounts of battle, the, the, the fears, the hopes, all of it's there. The letters trace four brothers through the better part of 15 years and really for about three decades of their lives, starting prior to World War II and continuing all the way to the 1970s. There's four brothers, three of them served, and you see the way they lived their lives and the way that their experiences varied affect them really for the rest of you know, their time on Earth. The hardest part of this story was organizing just this vast amount of content, most of which was written on tissue-thin paper, in pencil, and you're looking at this 70 years later, trying to make sense of it, trying to organize it, try to, um, trying to understand what you don't know, what's missing. Uh, and, and to do that, we spent time with the local historians, the Freedom of Information Act, to get documents about the brothers, and just tried to get as full of a picture as we could about their units, their own individual histories, and and what life was like for them. For me, the story of two of the four brothers in particular is is really striking, and is the part that I really gravitated to. You've got one brother who served in the Marines, who saw combat for several days, was really hit by it, and really for the rest of his life, life was never really the same. You've got another brother who served two different battles in the Army, Uh, in the Pacific. He was wounded in both battles and and yet shakes it off seemingly and lives a long life. Some of the things about the the story of these brothers is is very much caught in that time in history. Other things are completely universal. Uh, their, Their experiences with combat, living where life was really out of their control. As a part of this podcast, the Washington Post brought in several veterans to read the parts of the brothers and members of the family. And we have frank conversations with them about how these stories of World War II compare to their own experiences. What's universal about war? What's changed? How they felt reading the words of these men who fought some 70 years ago. Why everyone who picks up these letters, the veterans, myself, Joe Alozzi in Arizona, feels as though the Eyed Brothers became a part of their family. It's the Eyed Brothers story, and it's America's story. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters, and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat. Available now. 